And our topic for today is going to be on temptation, how to overcome it. You know, that may seem like a simple idea and a simple topic, but actually that is a topic for people to really consider deeply because of so many people are falling into great temptation and letting their lives, their bodies, their minds, their hearts be completely destroyed by sin. And it could be so easily stopped if we just understand the power of the victory that the Lord Jesus has given us. Yes, there's victory in Jesus, just like the song says. First of all, I want to point out here that how to overcome temptation. Number one, blame others. The devil makes us think that, you know, it was somebody else's fault. And actually, we actually, you know, the Flip Wilson comedian would say, the devil made me do it when he was telling the judge. The judge's like, why'd you break the law? And he said, the devil made me do it. <laughs> and uh, as crazy as that sounds, as crazy as that may be, the devil never made anybody commit any sin. And, you know, that's the gospel truth. The other thing is the fish illustration. Temptation is like a hook, Pat. And, like, he go, a guy goes out fishing, and he's putting his hook into the line, and he drops it into the water, and fish swimming around the hook, and they're looking at the hook, and they're thinking, man, how can I get a hold of that hook? You know what I mean? How can I get a hold of that? And next thing you know... That hawk is so tempting. That worm is so tempting. And people are like the same way. We, uh, we fall into the uh, trap of looking at that tempting thing. And next thing you know, we bite into that whatever that thing is tempting us. And there's a hook waiting for us. And that hook's going to take us. And that hook's going to hurt us. That hook's going to destroy our lives. And you know, if we're not careful... That hook can actually completely take away everything that's valuable. We got to really think this thing through. You just can't be like waking up, popping your head off the pillow and say, today's just another day. No, there's a battle going on. Raising for your souls of men. And that battle wants to hurt us and destroy us. And so we got to be on top of our game. You know, you're a coach, you're getting your guys ready for the game, covering all the bases. Okay, we got the defense, the goalie, we got the striker up top. Listen, striker up top's going to get hit. You work through it. Got to be on top of your game. You know what? Christian life's the same way. You know what? You got, you got attacks coming. You got to work through it. Got to work through those attacks, Pat. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes we get fouled. Sometimes temptation attacks us and we get fouled, just like in a soccer game. But if we work through it and keep going and keep our eyes on the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus, then we'll get through that and we'll have an advantage. Here's a couple Bible verses. James 1.14, Hebrews 4.15, James 1.15. Check this out. Let's start with James 1.14. It says, in James chapter 1, verse 14. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. The Bible says everybody gets and tempted. The Bible says in James chapter 1, verse 13, 
Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. God doesn't tempt you. God doesn't say, uh, people say, oh, God brought that in my life for a temptation. That's not true. God doesn't bring temptation to people's lives. God wants us to stay away from temptation. Okay, well, listen, this, verse 14, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. See, temptation starts when we start lusting. Lust, the word lust means strong desire. So when we bring it, you know, some people think lust is like a sexual term. It can be used as a sexual term. There is a word lust for sexual ideas. But the word, the, the strict definition of the word lust means strong desire. And some people have strong desires in other areas, maybe greed. Huh? Yeah. Strong desires of pride. Right? Strong desires of anger. Strong desires of selfishness. Strong desires of things that actually can hurt the body. Drugs and alcohol. And so we start lusting. We start having strong desires on these things. And when we come away from that, it destroys us. That lust leads to sin. And then that sin, when it is completed in our lives, leads to death. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. The devil offers us death. But God offers us the opposite of death, life. Because the Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And so the next verse, verse 15, Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. So it's lust first, sin second, death third. So that's exactly just like the drug LSD. LSD can come in a person's life. They think it's going to be fun. You know, they're going to trip out. They're going to have a party. They're going to get high. You know, I just got back from Kensington, Pat, and I was preaching down in Kensington, and there's just hundreds, if not thousands of people shooting up right in front of me. And as they were shooting up, they thought, man, this heroin, this meth, this drug is just going to make me high and happy. But it always brings sadness. So our next point there. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, 14, Pat. But Jesus, the Son of God, is our great high priest who has gone to heaven itself to help us, therefore. Let us never stop trusting him. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses since he had the same temptations we do, though he never once gave way to them and sinned. Jesus has the same temptations as we do. What temptations do you have? I can tell you what temptations everybody has. You ready? 
Well, we, we all know temptation of sexual lust. But here, let's go a little deeper. Sub temptation of greed. Temptation of fear. Temptation of pride. Temptation of anger. Everybody has these temptations. Jesus experienced all those temptations. That's straight out of the Word of God. That's straight out of the Bible. I can't make that stuff up. Jesus experienced all those temptations. Choice. God's will or your will. Which will are you going to so do? So we got the three points for solution. And if you're watching, here we go. Ready? 1 Corinthians 10, 13. There has no temptation. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. God is faithful, Pat, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. There's a lot of power in that verse. Everyone is tempted, the Bible tells us. There's not a single person here that's not tempted. And you want to overcome temptation? You got to use the word avoid. Avoid a situation. Break a friendship, possibly. Keep busy because the idle mind's the devil workshop. Be careful with your mind of what you're letting come in your mind. And meditate on the word of God. Pat, these four areas will teach us the solution of overcoming temptation with uh, temptation. But if we would take these steps of solution, possibly there's a friend that you're hanging out with that's encouraging you to drink alcohol. You know? Maybe you don't really want to drink alcohol, but your friend is, so you jump on with it. And it's destroying your life. Maybe, maybe you have... Um, a situation where you know you, if you meet a certain person, you become angry. You got to avoid that situation. Don't go there. And maybe there's a person that you might have fallen into a, a sexual uh, immorality with, and you know where that person lives or hangs out with. You need to avoid that like the plague. And then, you know, maybe there's a situation in your life that will just get you angry. You need to realize what those situations like and stay away from it. Yeah. Listen, there's all kinds of stuff going on out there. And if we would take these steps of avoidance, well, let me tell you, keep busy. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I want vacation, or a lot of people say, I want uh, to have downtime, or a lot of people say, I just want to relax, you know? Listen, be careful. I love a good vacation, but listen, be careful. An idle mind is the devil's workshop, Pat. You need to take on the battle yourself with the power of the Holy Spirit, with the infusion and understanding of the Word of God, and you can fight and defeat temptation. We're all going to fail. You know that? Yeah. 
I mean, you know, Eve failed. Adam failed. Moses failed. He was angry. Listen, there's a way of escape when we fail. Not only is there a way of escape with 1 Corinthians 10, 13, but when we do fail, what are we going to do? I say 1 John 1, 9 is a gift from God. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. You see, we need to take action. And the call to action for you and me today is that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us. That's our call to action, Pat. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I just want to say, you know, if you've never asked Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, you need to do that right now. You see, Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. Jesus Christ shed his blood so that we could have our sins forgiven. And friend, if you would call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and invite him into your life, he'll come in your life, he'll save you, and he'll come in and he'll change you, and he'll change all the sin, and he'll take away your sin and give you new life in your life. Friend, I just want to say, call on the Lord today. Invite him in your life. I'm going to lead you in a word of prayer right now if you'd like to call on the name of the Lord. And tell him this in your own words, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be my personal Lord and Savior. Tell him that in your own words. I ask you to save me now. Ask him that and say, Lord, I believe you died on the cross. Shed your blood for my sins and rose again from the grave, proving you are God. And friend, if you're sincere about calling out to the Lord in that prayer, then Jesus will come into your life and save you. I just want to say thank you. Let us know if you ask Jesus to be your Savior. Leave it on the comment right there. You're watching. You say, Tony, I called out to, to the Lord. I invited him in my life just now. And I just want to say thank you for watching another episode of Youthfluential Live Podcast. I just want to say thank you. God bless you. I hope you have a great day.